Ladies and gentlemen, leshies and goblins, grab your snacks, take your seats, and enjoy the show. So that, like, the audience doesn't know what's going on, right? Yeah, for sure. No dead body here, folks. <laughs> yep, just look at Not at all. <laughs> Oh, and Thunder's dead. <laughs> oh, and Thunder. Oh, yeah, that's right. He died immediately after yeah. we got there. Waffles, would I know that... Oh, my God. Holy oh shit. God. We're no. so gonna die. And a week later, here we are. Oh, and Thunder's dead. <laughs> oh, and Thunder. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, he Thunder died immediately did. after yeah. we got there. I thought we reckoned that to a week afterwards, after we met. No, yeah, that's I said a week later. Uh, so we were put together to make an act and basically be like, what are you guys going to do in this circus? Help us out. We do that a week later. We have our acts. We know what we want to do. And it's the night of the big show. It didn't like the the mayor, and some sort of that city, want to go see it? And so it's supposed to be like a big yeah, show. So, so Aberton's been kind of uh, kind of down on its luck and uh, having a lot of hard times, problems. Uh, the the life of the city and like the plants and that kind of stuff isn't going great. Like it's hard for them to farm. Blah blah blah. Uh, stuff that you guys don't really know about except for like rumors and stuff but uh they got because of that they got super excited for the circus that was in town and like you guys sold out the mayor of Aberton was ready he's coming and everything else uh and basically as you guys are kind of like peeking out of the curtains you're looking at this huge crowd there's a there's a slight slight dull roar from just the amount of talking that's going on out there uh you hear this slight like shriek and scream as you guys turn around to see one of the circus workers standing over the body of uh myron thunder stendhal the previous leader of the circus now dead as that's where we'll pick up next week next week bye <laughs> see you guys good session um Spring Breeze Meadow kind of looks over at the scream and... Oh! I think he's gonna turn into leaves now. No, that's not what he's gonna do. Uh, I, I'm immediately going to run over and hearing, hearing the scream, try to check out what it was. We, did, we saw the corpse, correct? Uh, yeah, I mean, kind of like as you begin to run over and like everyone else in the circus does the other other pcs you guys can too as you want but basically like it's this scream like the three seconds of recognition it takes people to see the body on the ground and then every circus worker heading over there real quick uh so what at what stage was the circus in terms of like performance like do we have minutes for show what's the minutes basically like at this point thunder was like walking back and forth like he was basically in his routine where he was probably about to tell people what act they were going to be in so what you guys were used to seeing is he would be walking back and forth and like t five ten minutes before the show he'd be like all right you're open like everyone knew what their trick was so it didn't really matter when they went so he would be like all right you're you're opening all right you're the main trick and, of course, people have words about not being the main trick, that kind of stuff. But he always did it about five to ten minutes before for lack of argument and just getting people out there. Ah, shit. Um, oh, this isn't good. What's not good? Uh, uh, when, I, when I get over there, well, is I mean, he he's, like... He's, he's dead. Is he, like, horribly injured, or is he just, like, unconscious, not breathing? She tilts her head a little and be like, dead. Yeah, so what kind of injuries does he have? 
can we get a quick look? Uh, yeah, as yeah. you guys kind of scoot up there and like begin looking over him, uh, you hear from behind you this old kind of weaker voice who says, uh, "We we don't have time for that. Uh, do you you see that crowd out there?" And he's just kind of looking amongst everyone, like flitting from eye to eye of everyone. Uh, he's gauging like the the tone of the room as you guys kind of follow his eyes and you see that like 90% of the people standing around this body are basically frozen right now and you, you guys know this guy as Thunder's uh, kind of second they were pretty good friends like they talked to each other uh, he's known as the professor uh, and he says we like, we have to we have to get this show on the road uh, who's going on first? Uh, he he kind of looks between and goes, uh, uh, "I got I got to take care of this. Uh, you you figure it out." And he kind of like pushes you guys towards uh, um, one of the one of the other workers that you know, like you know him as uh, Axel. He's one that hasn't really had his chance to shine and he's just like he's like you you guys figured out for me uh other than like at that point he's like taking off his silk cape and laying it over the body of myron to try to try to get people's eyes off of him get them going um if you guys need to do that i can look for you i'm only helping behind the scenes so i'll come in just a second uh spring spring you need to you need to stay and make sure nobody touches this body no he put the cloak on it does that count as touching? yeah nothing more okay just okay. this you got it scrag all right he's uh here he's finally got this silk cape over him and he goes he like looks at a couple of the clowns that are just standing there he's like get in there just prolong like go go do your thing uh, and basically, like you guys see these clowns kind of snap to attention a little bit and go in. Uh, you hear the dull roar of the crowd kind of pick up as something actually happens uh, as the clowns go out there and start being clouds, being stupid. They trip over each other and all that kind of stuff. When he put the cloak on it, can I see if he was like doing anything sleight of hand? Sure, make a perception. For those that have never uh, played Pathfinder 2, Perception acts as your your insight or your sense motive. First roll, guys. 26. Hey, oh, and you have it hidden. Oh, yeah. Oh, Rip. well, everyone else can see it. Stream can yeah, I see it. Uh, yeah, you get a very good look as you were not, like, freaked out about having to go on and perform your trick and or a dead body yeah or or by the dead body uh and you don't see him do anything that's weird it looked like he was just covering his friend's body both for respect and to get everyone's eyes unfrozen cool okay um so we gotta perform i can't go first obviously because i go after thovis um so do we send Thovis right. out first? Somebody else go out first? Uh, what do we want to do? We need something uh, something basic to all the clowns. Um, Thovis looks around to see what some of the acts, like what are some of the acts that we know of from some of the other people around? Um, yep. Uh, as so Thovis looks guys, around, what? You guys know of six, uh, going to call them as mechanically what they are, NPC tricks. Uh, you know, uh, how many tricks do we need for the whole night? Okay, so let's see. Let's go over this these mechanics since we're definitely going to be doing this more than just now. Uh, some of the things have been set up for you guys, uh, so you have a prestige of one, and but that's basically like circus level kind of thing. You have an anticipation of fifteen. You want your excitement to go over the anticipation and the anticipation. I'm about the participation. The anonymity. Uh, and it basically, if the excitement goes over the anticipation by end show, then it was a successful show. 
Uh, what you need is, and someone can write this down if you want to, what you need is one trick in the center ring for the opener. I'll actually okay. pull you guys to this map. This is the circus map in the book. Uh, the squares are a little off because I couldn't get it perfectly. The squares are also 20 feet each square. Uh, and it should be set up like that like the ruler as well. Lovely. Uh, you'll, need, you'll need one trick in the center ring for the opener, two tricks for the build-up in the side rings. That's Act 2. Act 3, you'll need one trick for the big number in the center ring. And then you'll need three tricks and for the finale in all three rings. Okay. So... Uh, we need so that's Did I get that that's right? four rounds of tricks basically. Um. Uh, so I say the first trick is is uh Cole and Odalisa. You guys, you guys do a thing. Let's open with that. That's a that entertain everybody, and then then Thovis can go. Start in one uh, ring, and, uh, and I. Sorry, uh, nope. just to make sure you're not jumping a little bit to, to answer Throvis's question. Uh, you guys know of Axel. He's a human male that basically produces birds from underneath his cloak that kind of fly, sing around, and they deliver sweets to children in the audience. That's his act. Uh, you know of the Dwarven Throwers, who are dwarves that basically shake shape themselves into living ballista and cannonballs and launch themselves through the air. You know of Elysia and her snake, a human female, uh, who she handles you don't have to be typing this, I'll paste all this. Uh, who handles deadly vipers and uh, dances with a sixteen foot anaconda at the end of it. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know of the Featherfall five who are uh, five, uh, fa a family of five dark-skinned humans. Um, they balance on tight ropes, bouncing and flipping to perform aerial feats. The Flamboni sisters, who are half-elven sisters, they do feats of juggling with fire uh, between the two of them. And then Mordain the magician, who is a human female, who locks herself in a tank, shackled, and escapes. Yeah, so I I think I think we go Cole and Odalisa to open it in the center stage. Then Thovis starts in one of the side rings, does his act. I jump onto the the ball to go over to the other ring, do my act, and then we have the finale of I don't know who. Uh I how about the uh Oh, I, would, I just wanted to fucking total voice. Damn. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, I say we go for the uh, the Jordan Throwers as the uh, as the main, and then we have uh, the Featherfall, the uh, Flamboni, and um, uh, Eliza as the finale. Well. Wait, can I get the Flamboni sisters to help me in my act? Uh, AKA yeah. DM, yes. Uh, as long as they're not performing during an act, then they can uh, they can help you out mechanically. They won't be able to do anything if they perform a trick. Right. It would but still if they be don't, your they trick roll. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but they might they give me a bonus. Actually, quote unquote, co-star in your trick if they don't have a true thing. Yeah, so have the Flamboni sisters co-star in mine. They can join me in my ring. Let's put Axel in, because kids love candy. Yeah, having Axel in the... Uh, uh, that's true. With, 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 the, with the five up top, perfect for the birds to come flying out while the dwarves are throwing each other. It'd be a high-flying act. <laughs> uh, that it would. Um, so you're saying... And How does that sound, everybody? Character, just trying to organize. You said dwarven throwers in one of the side ones, and the um, like, a two tricks for each uh, side, right? So, and then the bird in the I other had, side. 
I had Dwarven Throwers as the uh, center ring, the main trick in the center. Um, then I had um, Eli Eliza, Featherfall 5, and now we have Axel as the three for the finale. Yeah. The side tricks would be first me and then Scrag. The first center trick is Odalisa uh, and Cole. Yeah, so Odalisa and Cole are starting us off in the center. So, followed by Thovis and then myself. From my understanding, right, there's going to be a smaller scale trick in each of the three rings, and then a big center ring one, and then a bigger finale in all three. So scale. Well, I it think up. it opens with this. I think it opens with a center, or can it open in any way we want? One trick center, two trick sides, then a big center. Yeah, I ring. thought. Right. I think it has to start with the center trick, which right, is Odalisa and Cole. Odalisa, yeah. Okay. Is that correct, DM? GM? Uh, yeah, DM? GDM? Yeah, basically what, what she posted. Uh, you have four acts. The one trick center is the opener. Uh, then you have the two side rings, which is the second act. So yeah. like, you can't perform two acts at the same time. Right. Gotcha. And we, yeah, we don't need to. I pick up after him. So so Odalisa and Cole are doing their first trick in the, the center, center mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Awful. That works. Sure. Okay. Then 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 there we go. That is what we're that's what we got, people. Okay, wait. I'm running <coughs> it out. Odalisa and Cole in the centering. Second act, who's the two yeah. side ones? Uh Thovis uh, and Scrag. So Thovis first, followed by myself after, to pick up after his act. Right. Yeah, he'll ride or the, the ball across the way. But are two the sides uh, simultaneous? The sides happen at different times. Yeah, they're they're happening at the same time, but they can be different acts. It doesn't really matter. If that makes sense. Well, I need his to end for mine to begin. Then they should not be. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's oh. the problem. Yeah. Okay, so, so then I'm in the finale. Should... Why do you need his thing? Okay. Hold on. I just want Well, to... I mean, I don't need to, but it was, it was the way we planned it. I was going to follow him. Okay. Uh, that was just kind of like long... the the way his thing worked. Yeah, yeah, I mean, as long as he's not trying to give you like a mechanical mm -mm. advantage, I don't really care. Like we'll flavor it like that. I'm good with that. Okay. Basically, yeah, he takes the first you... half of the second act and I take the second half of the second act. Basically, yeah, if fine. Thovis is here and Scrag is here, you could play it that, like, Scrag, you're doing some simple juggling as Thovis does, like, the main focus, then he throws the ball to you on the third and the ring over there and yeah, then I plays pick it up. that way. Yeah, we do that. Okay, now, right. big center ring. Uh, Dwarven Thrower says the big center ring. Right. Yart. Also, the the Flamboni oh. sisters are uh, are co-starring with me. Okay. Right. Yeah, because they're it's just gonna be a bunch of fucking jugglers in the side ring. Sounds so it's good. like technically while Thovis is doing his, they're doing that, and then you come in or whatever. Yeah, all three of us are just juggling like crazy, and then I kind of take off and do the main act of the right. side ring, my okay. side ring. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll basically toss over the uh, the flaming ball once it's uh, done. You're, you're done. Scraggle, freeze it, and jump off. I'll do my thing. Okay, so Dwarven Throws are the big one, and then what are the three tricks for the big finale? One per ring. Dwarven Throwers in the center, and then no, I no, think no. it was the nope, feather... Nope. No, Featherfall 5. Dwarven Throwers uh, are the big finale, so you need something separate for, oh, or oh, for the right. big center ring. So we need something separate right. for the big finale. Yeah. We have Axel, Eliza, and the Featherfall 5. Right, yeah. Featherfall uh, 5 should be in the middle. Uh, Eliza yeah, they should probably be in the middle. Okay, hold on. Yeah, Featherfall 5 in the center, and then the rest are on the sides. That was Axel. Axel on one, and then Eliza on the other. Cool. Does that look right?
Yep. Looks right to me. Okay. Sweet. While, while once we decide this is happening, though, uh, Scrag is going to rush right over to the Thunder's body and start examining it, by the way. Okay. I will uh, be as well, so. So who is opening up again? Uh, that would be Oakley me. Soon Cole. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, basically, when all kind of happens at the same time. You guys, the clowns are kind of done. They're done doing their thing. They're running back in. As Odalise and Cole, you get your signal that it is your turn to go out. Uh, as some of the PCs run over to this dead body. Uh, Odalise and Cole, you can go ahead and... Uh, what what do you guys do? I should ask. Like, uh, I get? think we get our signal while the uh, clowns are still juggling, so that we can climb the like big top to do our aerial act. Because it'll yeah. take a while for us to climb the like yeah. climb the distance up. Like we pretty quickly came to the fact the uh, decision to send them out first, and just told them to get to their spot. And once the clowns go, they. Uh, yeah, once once the clowns leave, uh, the lights are dimmed, uh, and I cast a light cantrip to force all the audience's eyes up into the big top. A, so that we can figure out what's going down like behind the scenes, and B, so that like the audience doesn't know what's going on, right? Yeah, for sure. No dead from... body here, folks. <laughs> yep, just look up <laughs> not at the at all. <laughs> There's look not... up. <laughs> yeah. Uh... From there, uh, it, it both gives everyone time to like set up the other tricks and to figure out what the hell is going on. Uh, Do they need an announcer in terms of like announcing the acts and stuff? Because I know that's what Thunder used to do, right? Yeah, uh, it was kind of like a barker announcer kind of thing. Uh, it didn't always happen between acts. Like, a lot of times it was kind of what, what this just happened. So you guys have like light cantrips obviously there's no like electricity or anything but you'll have like a spot lantern that's been created that can kind of catch people's attentions like you'll have you have little rigger goblins that are set up and there's like 10 lanterns throughout the circus and when like if that one that is close to odalisa cole will like light their lantern and since everything else is dark it catches everyone's eyes and brings their eyes up there it's kind of like a spotlight like a modern day spotlight but uh, yeah, and uh, I would say, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have a death-defying act of love and adoration as we perform for you a dance of two flying lovers. Uh, and from there, uh, we do, we go into a kind of quick monologue, trying to buy a little bit of time as everything is finished set up. Uh, and then I kind of jump on to uh, the first swing, uh, and I start to spin it to show the kind of like uh, aerial pattern it is trying to draw people away from like the net that hopefully has been set up at the bottom but i don't know if like with everything hopefully. going on if we've had time to set up the net uh i mean there's uh, some stuff that's stationary um always you know what i mean like when you set up a tent they have stuff that's like can stay for between the acts i'm sure that's there Right. Yeah. I, I just don't know with like the death of Thunder and everything going on. I, I hope it's been set up. I'm just saying it would have been know. before the death. Uh, yeah, like I mean, basically most of the show was ready to go. It was just people needing to get out there kind of things. Mm -hmm. uh, and then from there, uh, like I start uh, humming a little bit of a tune because I know the kind of pattern that we both need to be on. Uh, I swing my body and I do a kind of corkscrew dance routine as I release, uh, kind of spinning through the air five or six times doing a full loop-de-loop -loop and trying to hang in the air at the apex right before uh, Odalisa comes in so that I can uh, catch the second yeah. bar and uh, slide to the other side. All right, um, good. Odalisa. So... So I guess um, as he's doing his dance through the air or his corkscrews, um, I'm coming down on my trapeze to go and catch You cut out. Go to catch him, I think. 
Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, what is the skill check attributed to your guys' trick? I think this is acrobatics uh, for sure. Yeah, acrobatics. But I think so too. Uh, Alright. Go ahead and whoever's rolling the main one can roll it, and whoever's co starring can roll as well. Uh, the co star is an aid roll, which means basically you have to meet the DC of the trick and then you successfully aid. Eh, 18's not the worst. A lot of 18's going wow. on. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, thankfully, your DC is 15, so. Uh, you guys. Oof. You don't blow it out of the water, but your first time up there, the crowd kind of all eyes on you. You're a little nervous. You you guys successfully perform the trick as you kind of land it. Uh, with that, you hear the crowd roar. Some of the excitement is kind of picking up. Uh, mechanically, you guys get to decide what else you want to do. Uh, so basically, this is set up like a fight. You have three actions that you get to take. You can do the trick three times if you want. It does go down like an attack. You get more excitement oh. every time it's a success. Uh, there are failures and crit failures. I will say mechanically, failures do nothing. Just nothing happens. Crit failures, however, are very bad. What would oh. you? What is our goal? Like, is there a measurement of excitement? Yep. Yep. So your anticipation is 15 right now. Uh, if the excitement passes anticipation by in circus then you it's a successful show basically basically just think of it like you've been building this up building this up and like if you go to a movie that's like average but you've been waiting on it for a year and the anticipation's high it kind of sucks and that's like this is a big circus your anticipation is high so if someone kind of lowers the excitement though and uh the next act is like super amazing it can actually boost the circus as a whole like we can compensate for each other Oh, for sure. It's, it's all about the whole circus. Like, none of you guys are... It's ne it's never just about your one act. I mean, of course, you'll get yelled at if you constantly do bad, but... Cool. Uh, if that's the case, and that only took, like, one action, correct? Yes. Uh, and then, we can't do, like, different tricks. It all has to be tied into, like, the same thing, right? Yeah, because that it's, is it's all like, the same thing. Like you can do different types of tricks. Like you can do a flip, you can do a backflip, but it's all going to be acrobatics. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Odalisa? Want to do something where we try to catch each other like midair and pass each other across like uh, the two different swings? Yeah, that sounds good. Um, we can really stir up the crowd that. Mm -hmm. Try to try to play up the try to pay up play up the pair activity, right? We can do all sorts of things where we miss the bar, but we catch like the other person. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, so we'll just we'll just do like different flips and tricks and stuff. All right, give me another acrobatics roll then. Dang. Nice. Okay. Yeah, it is a it is another. So remember, this was this has the attack uh, trait basically. So this does minus five. Damage. Yep. So it is minus five. Uh, so that would have brought you down to seventeen. She aids. You're back up to a nineteen. It is another slightly nervous. You're kind of getting your getting your groove success. So that would put your guys' excitement up to two for this. Back it the fuck off. Whoo. <laughs> Uh, you have time to get something else out there if you think you want to. You kind of, at this point, you kind of land the trick. You're like glancing back and forth through each other. You're a little tired. Your arms are kind of wavering. Can we uh, switch what skill it is out of curiosity? No. Or, okay, that uh, that makes sense. Um, how do you want to dismount this? How do you want to like m make them gasp, Odalisa? I'm sorry, I missed that. <laughs> sorry, I was looking at my dog. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, we have we have one more action to like basically dismount. I'm gonna like take it. How do you want to like make them gasp okay. or like leave them wanting more? Uh. 
guess we could uh I'm with Garrick in the chat. Drop her on her head and you'll definitely get a gasp. <laughs> I mean I mean you got I... a net, so maybe you could just, you know just bit I it mean going off that I, I could talk You guys to have you. had I... two successful goes. Uh, do you have to do a third one? No. You don't. You can quit after the first one. You have to do one, basically. And oh, this and is this at a minus 10, right? This will be... Yeah. Yeah, yeah this will be... Uh, just uh, flip out, you know? Just, uh, oh, then yeah, we, we should we should just leave. We should just, we should just take <laughs> our time and leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you guys, you guys land the second trick. Uh, kind of like drop down, the crowd goes wild. They're cheering for you guys, and you guys just kind of like... Tiptoe, bounce off, waving at him. Uh, yeah. That is the end of your trick. During this time, people were checking out the body. Yes. What is, what is going on there? Who Who is checking out the body? Well, Scrag. Yeah, Scrag is looking him over for, like, poisons and such. Or any obvious wounds. Well. I can uh, make a medicine check. Yeah, uh, give me a second. Who is the next trick? Thovis uh, and myself. Me and Scrag. Okay, cool. Uh, so you guys can both make a medicine check. You can decide to make it separately or... Um, Separate. Yeah, I was about to say, or aid each other. Yeah. Um, during this time, Thovis, I'll get back to your medicine check in a second. During this time, Thovis, you look over and see Axel, and he's just got this, like, worried look on his face. Uh... And, like, you you get the sense that he may not be ready for his trick if you want to attempt to talk to him. Yeah, uh, Thovis will, after having sent Colton a little off, he'll walk over to Axel and give a big pat on the shoulder and say, What's got you? Think you're not ready for this? Just like, like, almost like under his clothes shaking. Like you, he's not like visibly like shaking or anything like that. But like he's just almost frozen in fright, and he's like, ah, "Thunder never really gave me a chance. He was always reluctant to let me get out there. And now seeing him like that, I'm just not not sure I can I can go." Well, you want a chance, don't you? Uh, yeah, but I mean, what, if, what if I just go out there and nothing happens? Well, what if you go up there and show out, show the rest of us up? You could be the best of the night, you know. Uh, okay, I'll count that. Uh, you can can give me a diplomacy check. Nice. <laughs> Guys, the combat, if there is any, is going to be horrid. <laughs> so you kind of talking him up and stuff. Uh, he like he nods his head. He's like, "Yeah, you're right. This is this is my chance." Uh, and then remind me when he performs, he gets a plus two to his tricks. Yes. Hacks. Uh, back at the body, Nailed. you guys are kind of, you guys bring down this silk cape down from the body, kind of push it to the side. Uh, the professor's like walking back and forth and he sees you guys, but he's letting you, he's letting you kind of do your thing as you guys make some medicine checks. You both notice that his legs are just swollen, like under his pants. And during mm. one of your medicine checks, you kind of go and cut his pants away a little bit, and you identify it as a uh, as snake bites. Plural. Yes, multiple. Well, what uh, do you think, there, uh, Breeze? Spring Breeze Meadow, Scrag. But yeah, um, looks like that's a snake. Breeze, I. I can, I cannot, like, three names. Can't do it. My name, Scrag. See it, little, little name? Let's just, Breeze is good. 
Breeze is a great name. Like when I, when when we're just talking, we can do little names. When when introducing big names. Uh, it's just how long shanks work. They get very confused with the long names. Okay, Scrag. But it no, okay. Uh snake Yes, I I think a lot of snakes. It's Spring Breeze Meadow. <laughs> As you kind of you're like looking over the wounds while you're talking to him about this. You keep looking up to talk to him, look back down at the wounds. Spring. Uh give me a nature check. Um Please. Waffles, <laughs> would I know that Oh my god. Holy oh shit. God. We're so, so gonna die. I can't wait till you guys get in combat. I know. <laughs> Do not do these in a row. Um by the way, as I'm looking at this, I am thinking of obviously any snakes that I know in the camp, if it's outside of Elysia's, Elysia's uh, snake, if there's any others, but basically trying to compare. Yep. Uh, you do know that this is a viper bite. Uh, you do know she does have vipers, uh, Elysia. And she kind of like, while you're figuring this out, kind of comes over and uh, is like, offering her help and like looking at the snake bites as well uh and you realize that like, vipers don't do this they don't just attack people especially in a very big crowded like circus they're not just gonna come in here and attack someone so you think that they had to be controlled or kind of like coerced into this somehow oh alicia uh, hi um uh, are you missing any of your vipers <laughs> Balance restored. Yeah, uh, Scrag, she's uh, fully enveloped in these bites. Like you can't, you know, you haven't known her long enough to get any kind of read from her. By the way, as uh, what we decided I was doing was kind of helping in the background with like animal handling and stuff, because that's what I'm familiar with. Yeah. yeah. Would I have handled? Like I know her snakes. Yeah, I mean you know her snakes, and they're they're pretty docile. Like even when you're handling them, like. Obviously, if you hurt one of them, they're gonna bite you. But other than that, like she's she's got pretty good control of these snakes, and like she does tricks with them all the time. She's never been bitten. Yeah. So. Uh, but what did you say to her again? Are you missing any of your vipers? Uh, no. Um, not not at all. Um, I'm just I'm trying to figure. Out, like how this even happened uh, these are definitely viper bites but mine are all accounted for they they stay with me and locked up if it's not trick time do hmm. I believe her you can roll a perception check I don't trust her breeze I feel like spring I, I was hesitant to even ask because I don't know if spring breeze would even Wonder. She'd probably just take everyone for her word. Uh, yeah, I mean, based on her, like, her speech and just the tone of her voice, she seems as surprised as this as you guys are. She seems completely taken aback that snakes could even do this, because she works with them day in and day out. Seems legit. Seems suspicious. Uh, and then while you guys are there, you can go ahead and make me a, uh, perception or survival check. Uh. Uh, Waffles, also, looking at these bites, it seems like viper bites, but does it seem like they were actually injections made to look like bites? Uh, no, based on your medicine check, they look, they look like actual bites. bites. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just kind of looking over his body, you guys take note of the amount of bites that he has on him and, uh, don't find anything else. Yeah. All right. That, um, Lisa and Cole are kind of running back in is the next trick gets the signal. All right, remember what, what he said, Spring. Keep an eye on this. Let nobody fiddle. And I c 
cover him back up, and I also kind of whisper to Pilfer to go and hide and keep watch as well, when off somewhere else. And was she touching the body when she was looking it over? Who Olivia? Yeah. Uh, if you would have let her or not stopped her, then she would have like touched some of the snake bites. But if stopped, she would have immediately drawn back. Um. Okay. She touched him. Yeah. Yep. Let me know if anybody touches them again, including her. Watch her. Okay. And Scrag kind of runs out and grabs some of his these concoctions he had made for the. All right. Fovis. What, what do you guys do? All right. I guess I'll uh, I'll go first. So. Thovis scoops up a, uh, a a decently sized ball. Looks about beach ball sized, and he hefts it up and carries it out like a like an atlas stone. And uh, he makes his way into the left ring and uh, just kind of looks about the crowd and uh, holds the ball in front of him and hoists it up above his head and makes his way to a uh, big pile of sand in the uh, uh, in the ring. And he just Looks about the crowd, gives a smile, and just chunks it onto the sand. Just lets it drop, and it makes a big impact. Sand just goes flying, and um, he just kind of shakes his shoulders out and rolls them back, and uh, uh, just says out loud, "Oh man, that's uh, that's a heavy one." Now let's see if we can do something fun with it, and uh, um, he goes to. He picks it up and uh, he uh, activates the mechanism or does whatever it is that they set up where uh, some of the sand that's inside the ball uh, flows out uh, as he pulls it up from the uh, uh, the pile in the ring. And then it closes back up and he takes it over to a trough that's sitting in the uh, upper end of the ring and he rolls around in there and kind of turns it and washes it off and picks it back up in his hand and just shuts it. I'll clean now. And he begins hefting it up again and tosses it in the air once, tosses it in the air again. And then he moves over towards the center of the ring and takes it in one hand and just gives a giant heave as it flies through a ring that's uh, hovering above the center of the uh, center of the ring. And uh, at that time, somebody from, Backstage will, uh, I guess, fire a lit arrow into a target that is attached to the ring, and the oil coating on it lights on fire. And uh, Thobus makes a mock look of surprise as it catches fire, and he looks up at the ball and uh, holds it in his hands and says, well, this could get bad. And he gives it another toss up through the center of the ring. It makes it through just fine. does not catch on fire. And then as on a third toss, he puts his back into it and just chunks it a little too high as the ball taps the top of the ring going through, uh, the ball lights from the oil that was uh, placed on it. And like a meteor falling down, it, uh, crashes back on top of, uh, those hands as he holds them above his head. And some of the oil that was from the uh, washing lights as well and begins lighting some of Thovis's uh, body on fire as the oil splashes and fire is beginning to spread. So he begins to give a couple more throws as he completes his meteor act. All right. What is the role associated with your act? Uh, I would think athletics. Okay. Go ahead and make your first one. Oh, God. <laughs> gracious. I mean, all righty. All right. Uh, so, yeah, with a grit success for this one since your anticipation was set for you i'm giving two excitements so mechanically the uh usually how it works is a crit success gives one excitement and one anticipation 
uh, in later levels, that is, it's really good for you. Right now, since it's so high, it's not as good for you. So I'm just giving to excitement. So, what do you do with this with this throw here? Uh, this uh, um, this throw is one where he turned his back to the ring, lowered the uh, already blazing ball below him and chunks it over his back and he turns and runs and gets a catch on it where he just has both palms straight up and the and at the very last second takes one away holding it out to the side as his hand is on fire and catches the ball with one single hand dropping down to one knee and um just showing an impressive display of what should be a very heavy ball being caught with one hand. Nice. The crowd, like, her, like you hearing gasp while the ball's in the air, and then when you catch it, they burst into applause, and uh, you hear a couple of, do it again, and then, like, mixed in there, uh, you hear, like, some, like, ah, that's all for show, he sucks. Uh, kind of like mixed in the back of it, uh, but it's it's pretty like few and far between, and you think it's just your normal circus heckler. Uh, so <laughs> at this point, you can right. uh, at this point you can do it again or decide to pass it on. Scrack lowers his uh, crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'll uh, he'll give it one more good throw as the uh, oil is splashed onto his body and is probably alighting uh, across his shoulders and chest and beginning to spread a little bit more and probably getting to hurt a bit more. But uh, he persists and uh, from that one-handed position, shot puts it through the ring once more. Okay. Give another athletics throw. Natural one! Does Thovis have any body hair? I don't imagine so. Oh yeah, he's probably not anymore, honest. Facial hair. All right, so with that one, you throw it up in the air again, and you go to catch it, and, like, the ball, like, you catch it in your hands, but then the weight of the ball, like, brings your arms all the way down and kind of, like, smashes your fingers between the ground and the ball, and the crowd can tell, like, caught it, but it didn't go exactly well. Uh, basically, that was a that was a normal failure at the 12 roll. Unfortunate. Uh, well, he... Uh, tries not to hide, tries to hide his disappointments with his own uh, failure, but uh, he takes a look over to the um, uh, the other ring where Scrag and the um, uh, sister should be uh, juggling at this point. Um, and we're having a three-way juggle. Yeah, so he. Uh, picks his hands up and shakes them and is uh, just taking a look at them where they're both on fire and winces in pain as he picks the ball up once more, looks over to Scrag's ring and just shouts, Meteor incoming! And he just hoists it above his head and just gives a, uh, just a hurl, just tries to throw it as hard as he can over there ring once you once scrag sees that uh, it's coming and scrag for his part will tumble into the direction of the incoming flaming meteor of certain death as from his hand he throws a little glass bottle that explodes into the side of the meteor in a cloud of like bluish smoke and haze that kind of engulfs the oncoming meteor and Scrag disappears into like the the incoming meteor strike uh, very suddenly, and it looks like he kind of got crushed, but it's hard to tell. Um, as all you can see is just this like faint little glimpse of fire being sputtered out, um, and this giant cloud of fog that's kind of clinging to this space, and suddenly that fog starts to move around slowly as the sisters are juggling in the background and out of kind of nowhere, this little flame 
appears and it starts dancing about in the the cloud as if it's just a little elemental fire sprite. Um, suddenly it's joined by an electrical sprite of similar size. And they're both kind of moving about as inside the cloud, Scrag is juggling two alchemical vials that have a leak in them and are pouring out uh, elemental electricity and fire um, that looks like sprites kind of dancing in the clouds. And suddenly they start to kind of clash and bump into each other and, and start chasing one another around as Scrag is walking along the ball slowly around the circle of this um, side ring, battling little elemental sprites in this foggy mist that he created with this vial um, and doing his damnedest to stay balanced as he's trying to juggle these two. And every once in a while, um, an extra little gout of fire or electricity kind of sparks or flashes on one side of the cloud or another as if this battle is like seeing elemental bursts happen here and there. Um, and it's a it's a violent but but kind of beautiful display as uh, these two quote unquote sprites uh, are doing doing battle with each other. And I, I think probably now is kind of where the the difficult part is if we want to do the role of of the final clash of the two as they've been whirling and spinning around with against one another. Yeah, do it. All right, and it's what, going to be an acrobatic with your trick. Acrobatics. Yeah, uh, I would do Arcana for uh, metagame reasons, but no. <laughs> um. Hey, all nice. right, perfect. Yeah, so you you see uh, these these two vials or, or these two sprites are, are dancing about, dancing about, and suddenly uh, another fire sprite suddenly appears, and there's two fire sprites against the the one electrical, and there's more and more fire just kind of gouging out everywhere um, from this cloud that's still clinging around uh, Scrag. And finally, you see a huge burst of flame and another huge burst of flame, and the, the elemental electricity starts sputtering out and sputtering out, and finally, there's just this ring of fire that's happily dancing about and spinning violently through this cloud as every once in a while there's a little crackle of electricity as it finally dies out. Um, and the sprites have won the day. Nice. Uh, yeah, that is more excitement for you guys. Are you going to push it? Do you have anything else you want to do? <clears throat> um, I can use my hero point, right? Uh, you can. All right, then Scrag is going to push it as another flaming vial joins the others, and the flame becomes bigger and more volatile now as as the sprites are kind of clashing and combining and forming um kind of as he's juggling and using like this fog as like a backdrop that kind of blurs what the the viewers are actually seeing up in the crowds he's slowly creating like the fog is slowly turning into an actual elemental um just with this you know through this whirling uh these multiple whirling uh alchemical vials that are blurring together and making kind of one singular humanoid-like form. Um, and so it's basically, a, 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 for them, it's going to become like an elemental walking around in the ring. Oh, I don't even need to use it! Hey, nice. Woo! Yeah, it does exactly what you want it to. The crowd is cheering as both of you guys kind of switch off and end up coming together for this trick yeah and good oh and and scrag kind of just starts the elemental slowly starts kind of walking towards the center of the like the central ring and then um heading towards the exit and he he's going to kind of bow out uh by just kind of like l looking like he's leaving to allow the dwarven throwers in and um he kind of finishes it with another frost vial that he throws down and makes a another big crowd or cloud um, that kind of obscures the entrance way um, for the dwarven throwers to come out and Scrag to 
continue to stay hidden as he leaves and exits the arena. For sure. Uh, kind of during all of this happening, uh, I need Odalisa, Breeze, and Cole to make me a perception check. And and Pilfer. Uh, sure. You can let Pilfer make it deep. I mean, sure. Cole, uh, he's the most important part. Sure. He's currently the best perception check. Sure. Oh, fuck you, Cole. All right, uh, yeah, okay, um, kind of towards the middle in between when, um, Thovis is kind of throwing the bodice grag, you guys are pretty into your tricks, you don't really get to notice this in the rings, those same hecklers that were giving Thovis some crap even though he fully succeeded, uh, Cole and Pilfer both noticed them. Um, they're basically like constantly just walking through the crowd. They're like they're like those bully teenager kids that just want to make trouble. They're like constantly walking through the crowd, and they're like they're like, yeah, we're taking bets. You think the Featherfall Five will die tonight? Are they gonna fall? Uh, you think you think Mordane can get out of her shackles? I bet she drowns. And they're just walking through the crowd, and it's like it's really bringing the crowd down as they're kind of doing this and just causing causing trouble basically uh what is uh yes. fender's uh go ahead Fender? i said you guys kind of noticed this okay uh what is fender's uh policy on hecklers can we like go into the crowd and deal with them or is it kind of a hands-off sort of thing uh he would have very likely attempted to deal with them peacefully if possible, but he he was known for throwing some people out by force if necessary. Uh, yeah. Well, and this is while Thovis and Scrag are performing? Yeah, this is during their trick, so they don't really okay. have any help. Uh, then I'm definitely, uh, because Breeze is watching the body and I don't want her moving away from that, uh, I'm going to look over to Odalisa and be like, those punks, those punks need a talking to. Mind giving me some backup? Uh, I'll go ahead and give you some backup on that. Uh, so Odalisa and I will they definitely slink need our way, yeah, slink our way <laughs> back around the crowd, trying not to draw too much attention don't want to distract from the show but uh when whenever these uh punks like come around a side that we can get to them uh i'm gonna try to be like hey uh if you're if you're paying you can sit if you want to make trouble you can leave uh and i'm gonna let some of my just general kind of mean aura go and like try to try to muscle them out a little bit uh, and then I kind of back him up as in like kind of like shadowing him. So that way it kind of emphasizes the message. Okay. And you said you're going to, you're going to go up to him and basically attempt to muscle them out. Like intimidate them. Like try to, try to go full carny on this, right? Like we're, we're kind of crazy circus people. You don't want to mess with us. That sort of thing. You know, all you got to okay. do is grab the freaky looking leshy and sick him on him. <laughs> yeah, but you have a you have another job. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. I'll say as you go up to them, uh, you kind of catch them making one of their rounds. So they're like, there's crowd watching, but they're not. You're not like having to insert yourself in the middle of the crowd awkwardly or anything. And you come up to them and you can attempt your intimidate role and say what you wish to. They're like, they're like, ah, look at this guy. He he almost dropped that girl earlier. Yeah, I I should have realized I should have done diplomacy, but uh, intimidation is definitely what Cole would do here. Same. <laughs> uh, it's game. it's more a matter of like th these punks need to be kicked out. The, there's no diplomacy here. All right, you see, uh, you see one of them kind of give the other one a side eye as you step up and just kind of present yourself as. As the uh, the person that's going to stop them, uh, the other one just chuckles at you and says, "Look, we paid to be in here. Get out of the way!" And attempts to walk by. Uh, uh, really quick. 
But Elisa was um, aiding, right? Does she roll? She can roll if she wants to, yeah. Uh, I can roll, but it's probably not going to be pretty. <laughs> <laughs> then I mean, you can always decide not to roll, too. Oh! <laughs> it's beautiful! It doesn't hurt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It kind of does hurt. It does hurt, actually, technically. By the rules of the game, so Odalisa knows. Uh, there is basically an aid roll. You have to beat the DC yourself, and you can give him a plus two kind of thing. Uh, so if you crit fail, then give him a minus two. Not that it mattered, because he had already failed. So. Right. Uh uh, so one of In them begins to attempt to walk by you, and the other is taking that confidence and following in his footsteps. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a prestidigitation just to like try to try to push push it home and generally just stop them from uh, like continuing. I'm not I'm not gonna let them just continue to heckle the crowd and get them all uh, out of whack. So what do you do? Uh. If if they try to m muscle past me, I'm just gonna like be a wall and basically be like, no, like we can refund your tickets, but you, uh, even paying customers are not allowed to cause problems. Okay, uh, you he kind of like he gets stopped by you. He doesn't like swing at you or anything, but uh, with you kind of stopping him, he just chuckles again, basically in your face, probably about two three inches away from your face, shrugs, and then turns around and starts to walk the other way. I'm basically away from you, continuing to heckle. Um, and and in a case like this, if I wanted to try a different tactic, it would be at a negative because I've already failed once. Yeah. Basically, uh, you think you think your best chances here is to switch to some sort yeah, of physical force, or let them do their thing. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna switch to if they continue to heckle, uh, I'll I'll switch to physical force. Uh, I'm not gonna do like unarmed combat. I have a scimitar on my side, but any of the damage would be non-lethal damage, right? Like I, I'm trying to like forcibly kick them out, not uh, okay, not harm them. Okay, uh, I'm not gonna roll into initiative here because they're pretty crappy fighters, uh, but. The words non-lethal is basically what you needed to say, because if you had used lethal damage, it would have been pretty bad in the middle of a crowd. Uh, so pretty easily, you're able to kind of step up to them and uh, basically, like, the first punch you land, that guy kind of, like, falls back, grabs his face, and he's just like, uh, uh, look, let's, let's get out of here. And the two guys behind him are quickly... Also, like they, they were here to heckle and probably attempt to make stupid bets not to get punched. Uh, yep. So it is pretty, pretty easy for them to decide that that's not the path they want to continue down and get out of there. Uh, do I get a name? Like, do they say each other's names? I don't need to know it actually, but I just need to know that my character knows these guys' names. Nope. Uh, dang it. Oh well, I'll I'll remember their faces and I'll draw them later so they can go on the they are not allowed in the circus wall. Okay, sounds good. Uh, yeah, with that, your kind of your act ends, uh, Scrag and Thovis, and you guys are kind of coming to the back. Is I think you send out the dwarven throwers. Yar. Yep. And just uh, anybody nearing the body, like, are there people around? Go ahead and make a perception check for me. Pilfer, go! Also, you know, if anybody's, like, eyeing him multiple times, things like that. For sure. Uh, you're kind of having spent this long around the body. Uh, you're looking for people to kind of come up or be eyeing him from quite a ways away. You don't see anyone eyeing him or that is really even interested in the body. Besides the random, like, Axel, who clearly, like, it's a dead body. They're like, oh, shit, like, my eyes are on a dead body. But besides that, there's nothing weird. What you do notice, and it's super weird for you, since you know a lot about animals, is you notice these, that's what you and Scrag missed earlier, you notice these rat tracks 
that are just kind of all around his body, where rats have kind of scurried through the dirt. Um, and with your perception check, you that's not you notice that's not normal, not normal action for rats. Like it looks like they have purposely covered tracks, kind of thing. Like they have purposely scurried around enough like in zigzags and stuff to maybe cover someone else's tracks that had been close to the body. Probably, maybe even the person that killed him. Uh, so this is... I don't see any <clears throat> rats, though. No, no, not at all. This is what you and Scrag missed earlier when I made you make a perception check, but you've been spending time around the body, so you, like, kind of just looking at the body, you look down and you're like, oh, that's, that's not just worked dirt those are rat tracks so we when he fell and when he died technically there was time before we got to the body and looked at it so things could have happened what do you mean because yes this happened before we found the body okay all right cool yeah that is odd well that was a that was a good job Thovis. We did good. 